2: plan savings with three lines of t-mobile essentials versus comparable available plans plan features and taxes
3: and fees may vary
4: good morning lee hey there tara all right there's this harvard economics professor guy by the name of roland fryer Mm Mm-hmm. he's a black guy yes i don't know if you've heard this story yeah oh yeah it's incredible but it shows you kind of the society that we live in now Mm mm-hmm so he, he was the youngest tenured black professor in Harvard's history, just 30 years old. He decided he would take a look at officer-involved shootings. Yes. Um, and he expected to you know, set out to prove that there was racial bias involved mm-hmm. in the shootings. He was right. going to find the racism, publish it. Yep. But he couldn't find the racism. Yep. In fact, he kind of found a slight bias in the other way. You were more likely to get shot uh, in an armed situation with an officer if you were white.
2: Yeah, I've heard this report, and I think it was interesting. He did say that there was a, a slight, slightly greater risk of an African-American or, or a minority, let's say, being the, a, a slight increase in violence. In other words, if uh, maybe pushing or shoving or a bit more physical right. in the arrest. There was a, a, a slightly increased risk of that there. But he did find that the risk of being shot by police mm-hmm. is actually lower. And, in fact, this report, this study, he did the, when he did it the first time, he d- didn't believe the results. And he repeated the study with a, a different staff, a different research assistants, and still came up with the same conclusion and, and the same data.
4: So what to do? He went to his colleagues and said, what do I do about this? I said, oh, don't publish that. Great yep. to know we can yep. trust research oh, from yeah, Harvard. Yeah, if yeah. you don't yeah. find the correct outcome, then uh, you just... Yeah. Bury your own study. Well, well we he, heard that before. Yeah, I know, really. Well, he published it anyway. And so he's just now basically talking about what happened. This was in 2016. Can you imagine today? Mm-hmm. After he published the study, he said in an interview with uh, Free Press founder Barry Weiss, all hell mm-hmm. broke loose. He said people lost their mind when they didn't like the result. Well, like how lost their mind are we talking about? Oh, death threats. Mm-hmm. Quote, I lived under police protection for about 30 to 40 days, he said. During the interview, I had a seven-year-old daughter at the time. I was going to the grocery store to get diapers with an armed guard.
2: Seven-day-old.
4: Oh, seven-day-old. Sorry, yes. Seven-day-old. Yeah. Yeah. Seven-day-old daughter. I was going to the grocery store to get diapers with an armed guard. Yeah.
2: This is a black tenured professor at Harvard.
4: And you're right. After the study was complete, he hired uh, eight additional freshmen to redo the study. Came up with the same mm-hmm. adult uh, result. Yep. Colleagues warned him not to publish it because it would ruin his career. How do we get here in America? I mean, how do we get here? We're seeing the same thing written large this week with now Letitia James wants to sell off parts of the Trump um, empire to pay the uh, rapidly escalating by the day. Do you realize the fine is going up by $87,000 a day? The, it's, he's at four hundred fifty-five million with the interest and no fraud was committed there's there's absolutely and the judge acknowledged that in his ruling there's like no dollars lost by anybody yeah um this is a victimless crime right i I mean it wasn't even a crime to begin with i just i this is to make you afraid this is make you very afraid to say or do or run or challenge the left in any way this is the same thing that this harvard professor is talking about just writ large
2: well and the blowback is already happening i saw where there was a a a major new york real estate developer who's already said you know what i'm not doing any more business in new york we're going to go concentrate on texas and florida now
4: yeah i don't know why you'd plant a flag there and look you know this is hurting new york when the governor kathy Hochul has to come out and say oh we're only going to politically persecute trump don't worry we won't take your business at this time oh yeah we yeah we just know we're fine we, we are the party of Lois Lerner and, oh, hey, if you donated to the Tea Party, we audited you. One of my uh, Battleground podcast listeners who lives in Florida, he's a law firm, he made a mistake. He just, All he did was donate to the Tea Party. He got audited. Cost him $100,000. They tore his firm apart. Just for fun. By the time they were done with that, because we know this from the federal lawsuit, which they won, and damages were paid. Um, by the time the IRS under Lois Lerner and Barack Obama were done... A third of those who had d- donated to the Tea Party or launched Tea Party charters had been punitively audited by the IRS. And, I mean, they will come in. One woman from South Carolina who had it done to her, she had her own business. Oh, her yeah. husband had his own business. She, she used to speak. Uh-huh. And both their businesses were audited. Um, and just they were asking for U-Haul's worth of data. He, send us every comment that you've ever made on social media.
2: To the IRS. So what we have is they'll
4: do this to you. They absolutely We will.
2: have the party in power persecuting anyone who um has any type of opposite narrative to mm-hmm. their um to their viewpoint and and to their world view and also persecuting and prosecuting the political opponents of the party. Gosh. Doesn't sound like the United States does it? Sounds like another country. Um what would that be? Mm, um I think it starts with an R, Tara. Russia. Yeah. Soviet Union. Yeah. Yeah. It's very much like that. Well, it was like Russia and the Soviet Union. I mean, obviously, it's it, nothing
4: has changed. Not Nothing much has changed. Texturates, how does telling the truth ruin your career? Great question. Yeah. Because this fear is taking hold in America. It, it really, well, if I tell the truth, I'm dying. Mm-hmm. But it's always, to, you know, to the left, it's it's always just, it's just unbelievable. I mean, that kind of fear was definitely out there during COVID. And then all of oh, a sudden yeah. this week, I mean, I made a big deal of this on Battleground yesterday. Oh, yeah. We yeah. finally have yeah. mm-hmm. mainstream media. It's okay. I don't know who said it was okay. Somebody gave permission for Bloomberg to come out and go, right. hey, the shot damages you. Yeah, yeah, it's myocarditis. And, you know, oh, but a slight increase. Don't worry. Like, uh, how much are we talking? About three times. That's not slight. Uh, it's three times the risk of myocarditis. Well, so I went and read it and they haven't even got to cancer yet. They will. This is just the beginning of the walk back where now it's okay to speak these things. And the left tells us when it's okay to speak the truth. That's where yeah. we are. And if you haven't been given permission, Katie, bar the door. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, um, and this is just to show you how absolute plum nuts the Biden administration are. These are not normal people. Biden Department of Justice is suing the state of Tennessee over new law. The law classifies prostitution by individuals who knowingly have hiv as committed committing aggravated prostitution it's a felony offense so if you are working as a prostitute and you know you have hiv you know you could be you know infecting people right that's what the law says well that makes it a felony they are suing them to get rid of the law overturn the law claiming get this it violates the americans with disabilities act now okay if this was discrimination somehow against somebody with HIV getting a regular job, i.e. not prostitution, yeah. okay.
2: Because just conducting the job would not put people at no. risk. No. But when you include the sexual aspect of that profession, <laughs> that, that completely changes the equation. <sighs> Plum nuts. I think you're absolutely right. Plum nuts.
4: Good grief. Um, so according to the Biden justice department, you should be able to work as an HIV infected prostitute, which by the way, prostitution is illegal yeah. in Tennessee. Yeah. I, here's from the D, the D, the DOJs get this civil rights division, the enforcement of state criminal laws that treat people differently based on HIV status alone that are not based on actual risks of harm, discriminate against people living with HIV. Actual risk of harm to who? The the, the person to, to, who hires the prostitute. We don't care about harm to them? No, I guess not.
2: Coming from the administration that fired members of the military for not taking a shot that was proven to not be effective.
4: Oh, what a great point. Oh, Mike, you're right, because you couldn't go to work if you didn't have the shot. You were a danger to everyone around you, right. but... You should be able to work as a prostitute if you have HIV and not Mm -hmm. disclose it. Yeah. Yeah. Great point. You can work as a prostitute with HIV, but you can't work as anything. If you haven't had the shot against COVID, makes perfect sense. Your Democrat Party, if this does not make sense to you, I just recommend call down to Democrat Party headquarters. They're so much smarter than we are. They'll explain it.
1: you are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois.
3: General, Letitia James, says the former president's assets could be on the line if he ignores the nearly $355 million fine in a civil fraud case.
0: Cheryl Cassoni from our sister network, yes. Fox Business, is here with more.
5: Well, this is big business, uh, as we've talked about with this case. $364 million in total if you add in with all of the uh, financial uh, charges against uh, Mr. Trump, but also to his sons and to Alan Wesselberg. Anyway, it would be $450 million with interest. Letitia James is being very clear now she has no problem going after the assets of donald trump and the trump organization more specifically and she says she will seize some of those properties here in new york if he doesn't cough up the money watch if he does not have funds uh, to pay off the judgment uh, then we will seek uh you know judgment enforcement mechanisms in court and we will ask the judge to seize his assets Okay, well, Mr. Trump did speak about this uh, on a town hall with Laura Ingram last night. Watch.
2: I mean, you know what he did? I think he looked at my cash and he said, well, we'll take all of his cash. This is all coming out of the White House. This is all everything that you see, whether it's that one or the D.A. You know, in the D.A.'s office, in Bragg's office,
1: he has his top people from the D.O.J. working in the district attorney's office in New York.
4: Yeah. This is a persecution. Soviet style. It's unlike anything we've ever seen. You've heard Letitia James there. And understand the problem, the the conundrum Trump is in and we are in right now. Trump's fundraising is off 20% from last quarter. It's dropping like a rock. And that was before anybody found out he spent $50 million he had to um, of the campaign funds on his legal fees. And he hasn't even gotten in the meat of these cases yet. Why? So what you're going to see in the next... In the next donor report, the one for this quarter, is another drop. Donors aren't going to, they're not going to write checks. They're afraid their money is going to be used for his defense. The conundrum is he's going to have to use their money for for his defense because of what Letitia James has done here. She's the attorney general of the state of New York. Here's why. They went, figured out how much cash Trump has, right? The rest is just value of his properties, essentially, value of his businesses. They went, huh, it's about a 500 and what, forty. 550 cool, all right, finds $450 million. And then they got the other 80 in the Gene Carroll rape case. It adds up almost exactly dollar to dollar to the cash he had. See how this works? So the way it works is in order to keep them from seizing his assets right now so we can hang out for an appeal, he's got to come up with roughly $400 million in bond and hand it to them. What does that do? Locks up his funds. So he can't sell fund or partially sell fund the way he did in 2016. See how the math works? It's genius. It's totally evil. So she's like, well, I'm going to go seize his properties. You don't want Letitia James seizing your property. Why? She's going to sell them off for pennies on the dollar to crush you financially. The media was actually laughing about that a couple of weeks ago. Oh, we'll get a liberal minder, minder in there to sell them off. They'll sell them for bottom basement." Folks, I want you to understand what we're up against. I want you to listen to this woman, Letitia James. This is her running for attorney general. Liberal law professor Jonathan Turley pointed out, look, her only plank was, I'm going to get Trump. I'm going to punish Trump for questioning us. She's not running around saying, hey, there's evidence here. He's defrauding people. He's hurting the public. I'm going to stop him." That would be one thing. She doesn't even say that. She says she's going to get him because she believes he is illegitimate, whatever that means. So this is the Vladimir Putin excuse. This
5: illegitimate president president who sits in the White House. That president, because he's not my president, he's an illegitimate president. His days are numbered. His days are numbered. We've got to get ready to mobilize and we've got to get ready to agitate and irritate until victory is won, but more importantly, until Trump is defeated.
4: You hear anything there about crime? Protecting the public from fraud? Yeah, we don't have any evidence of fraud. Judge admitted that in his ruling before finding Trump. $355 million, which with the interest is about $450 million. Listen to her. Listen to her on the campaign, Trump. This is terrifying. This is so un-American. But this is who she is. This woman is running for attorney general of the state of New York. That gives me chills. I mean, it's, it's Soviet is what it is. And you know what? It's so damaging that no less than the governor of the state, Kathy Hochul, had to come out and promise other business owners, hey, you, you are, I, I know you donated to that Republican candidate. I know you might have run for office at one time. Uh, if you're fundraising for Republicans, don't worry, we're not going to take your business. When you have to say that, have we ever seen that? We've never, we've never seen that in America. Here's the rest of the story on Letitia James coming out and saying, I'm going to take your property. I'm going to take that property. I cannot wait to get my hands on your property.
5: So look at some of the properties here. Okay, this is, okay, Trump Tower. That's on Fifth Avenue. That's his former home. That's where he stays when he comes into town. Uh, Trump Park Avenue. He owns some apartments there. 1290 Avenue of the Americas right here. He's got a 30% stake in that building. let James specifically uh, talked about 40 Wall Street. She's, she's really eyeing on 40 Wall Street. He's got a 100-year lease on that one. Uh, and then Trump National Golf Club, Seven Springs. Um, he's got... Uh, some apartments on a condo building on East uh, 69th Street. So there's a lot of properties. And with the bond, and and Todd, you're better at this than I am. You're the lawyer. Uh, With the bond, he's still going to have to, you know, they're still going to have to put down some money here.
3: Potentially, but you also have to think about the optics for Donald Trump, just from a campaign trail. If you have armed agents going in and actually seizing property, that makes his case, and Donald Trump then goes on the campaign trail and says, "Hey, look what they're doing to me. They can do that's, this to you."
5: That's that's actually such a good point politically. But then, if you think about financially, right. I'm cringing. I'm like, Ugh. yeah, but <laughs> my yeah, stomach. Remember, you know, this is, is going to go to appeal. Yeah, oh, you know? that's your So point. he could get it all back. This
3: is just the bomb. But
0: when these the rulings do come yeah. down. You you think you think that. You think that yeah. maybe he can get it's $355 million. It sounds outrageous. If he actually has to pay this, right. I mean, Trump
5: Tower yeah. could be on the chopping block. This is his sure. life's work.
4: <laughs> this is his life's work. That's what they want you to see. They will wreck you. Now, a lot of people on our side are not understanding this. I keep seeing on Twitter, oh, but he'll just appeal. It's no big deal. No, 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 no. I mean, he will. And, and hopefully he gets somewhere. I don't know that he'll get anywhere in the New York system. I think the New York system, folks, is gone. I think functionally it is post-American. It is not recognizably American. He's got to hope the Supreme Court takes it. Supreme Court does not like to meddle in these state cases. I don't know what they'll do. I don't know. But here's the problem. He's got to put down the $400 million bond right now, or she'll start selling those properties. She will go in and make moves to start taking those properties. And if he puts the bond down, guess what? He's out of cash. Because you take that plus the eighty million, Gene Carroll, he'll apply, he will he will absolutely appeal that one too. But the money's frozen. What's that? Four hundred eight million. Well, what's he got? Actual liquid cash to self fund a campaign, or even pay for his legal fees? About half what he needs just for his legal fees. He's lucky. So he's locked up. It's like he could win later. I don't know that he will, but he could win later. Is that going to matter? And then at the same time, you see what Bloomberg is reporting. He'll be out of money to pay his legal bills with by July. He's going to have to use the campaign cash. He already used $50 million last year, including $2 million for Ivanka. And what? Donors already know it. They're going to back off. This is just brilliantly evil. And that's before his 34-count felony trial starts in a month. March 25th. And I guarantee you, this is why he's selling tennis shoes. He's got to figure out how to pay for that trial. And our side doesn't understand. I see so many people say, oh, he's rich. He'll just pay for it. I'm going to just sit back here on my sofa with my clicker and watch some more TV. Trump's got it. I don't have to do anything. This is what I warned you about. This is what I feared. And Americans haven't even gotten a good look at it yet. Because let me tell you what, they're going to take him down for, the, for one of those 34 felonies. They're going to get him on one in New York. Prepare yourself for that.
6: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
4: Well, it looks like Vladimir Putin is thugging out. First, Alexei Navalny, basically clearly murdered in prison. Say that, but it's pretty clear. Uh, Now, the arrest of this ballerina, beautiful girl, for donating $51 to Ukraine, charged with treason in Russia, facing potentially a life sentence. Of course, you can see what they're doing. Um, They want more hostages to to trade for benefits from America. It's interesting that she was born in California. She's a, Got dual citizenship, and the White House, the mainstream media are reacting in absolute outrage that uh, Russia would do this. And uh, breaking news this morning: Russia is it, the Biden administration saying Russia is going to face sanctions. Well, they're probably thrilled to hear that because every time Joe sanctions them, we get poorer, Russia gets richer, and they manage to sell more oil. So Russia's probably very excited this morning to learn about those sanctions, and that's kind of what you get when Russia pays Rosemont Seneca thirty million dollars. Uh, gives Hunter Biden the cocaine cash uh, and Joe ends up making Russia very happy and Americans very poor under the guise of sanctions. So the last time we put sanctions on, Russia just got way richer. So I'm sure they'll be fine. But because um, Joe always takes care of his friends. But here's the weird thing, OK? I'm watching this in absolute mouth hanging open awe because there was another American. There was another American born in California. He was a liberal reporter correspondent for Business Insider, which is a liberal publication. His name is Gonzalo Lira. I use past tense because he was murdered in prison. Oh, by the Russians? An American journalist? Really? Nah, sorry, silly. That was the Ukrainians, so it was cool. Let me spell it out for you. The Ukrainians murdered Gonzalo Lira for us because he was saying some inconvenient things and it kind of amassed a very large following. He was an American citizen again? Yeah, just like this ballerina from California. Put any sanctions on uh, Ukraine for that? No. Oh, how about their kill list? The one they went on Twitter, spent their spokesperson on Twitter, Ukraine's kill list, to induce people to murder American conservatives because they didn't like what they're saying? You know who's on that kill list? Elon Musk, Tucker Carlson. Jack Posobiec, editor of Human Events and a popular conservative commentator, and Gonzalo Lira, who is coincidentally dead, weird. So I'm just watching this this morning, and I'm watching the righteous indignation, which is correctly placed, about the murder of political dissident Alexei Navalny. Good. I'm watching the outrage over this ballerina and the Biden administration saying they're going to put sanctions on Russia for Alexei Navalny. Good. Human rights sanctions. Cool. Well, see, the problem though is that when Ukraine murders an American journalist and you don't put sanctions on him, now you send him another 60 billion or you try to. See, that's the problem. Because what I know is that there is no way Vladimir Zelensky and his government would murder Gonzalo Lira without the permission of our deep state, without the permission of our Pentagon. And so, what I asked the question yesterday's podcast Vladimir Putin. Does a direct kill. He does. Si- silences his critics. We do an indirect one. We do an in- There's no way Ukraine would have killed Gonzalo Lira. What did Gonzalo Lira actually say? Gonzalo Lira had been living in Ukraine for a long time. He had amassed a very big following for years before the Ukraine conflict because he continued to report what the Western media would not, that the Ukrainian government was murdering russian-speaking ukrainians ethnically russian ukrainians they were bombing schools hospitals churches they killed children oh you didn't know that see i do because i followed gonzalo lira for a very long time and he was a great reporter very right down the middle and gonzalo lira when we were spent sending a lot of money over there was saying all these, these great stories about the un- Ukrainian underdog and how they're beating Russia and we just got to fund them, they're not beating Russia. He was one of the few who was actually able to go on the battlefield, who was able to interview people. His interviews were spellbinding. I want to play you a sample of what we murdered him for in partnership with Ukraine.
3: And whatever they're saying in the West is uh, nonsense, quite frankly. Because what is happening right now is what everybody realized was going to happen six months ago, five and a half months ago, when this uh, special military operation started, which is that Russia is winning. It's definitively winning. It is uh, the, the victory on the part of the Russians is overwhelming. And the people who are bleeding that the Russians are losing, that it's a static war and work, whatnot, they simply don't want to see reality.
4: Mm hmm. So I just want you to watch with awe. The reaction to the murder of political Russian political dissident uh, Alexei Navalny, who is a Russian citizen, okay? This guy, Gonzalo Lira, he's one of us. Born in California, just like this ballerina. The State Department couldn't be bothered to ask for him back when the Ukrainians picked him up for speech crimes. Here's one lone journalist asking State Department spokesperson about it. Take a listen to this.
3: A U.S. citizen who was residing in Ukraine has been arrested. And that, um, you know, he was a California born man. He was in the past like a Business Insider contributor. And he had a YouTube channel. He was an outspoken critic of Zelensky's regime. And uh, I spoke with Congressman Ted Lieu, Democrat, and he said he urges the State Department to engage its authorities to, you know, work out some sort of negotiation to get him released. So are you guys aware of this? How do we feel about our allies? You know, detaining u.s citizens for speech abroad um so with, uh, i will say in general that we're aware of the report um we obviously support the the exercise of freedom of speech no, you don't. anywhere in the world and i'll leave it at that so you, you guys aren't working to, to get him released uh, I, i'm going to leave my comments uh, uh, where i just where i just left them
4: okay. i where are the um where are the sanctions against ukraine see because after that Gonzalo lira was picked up by the ukrainians and tortured.
6: I've taken a beating in my time, so sure, it hurt like hell, but it was manageable. But then, at one point, two thugs held my head and used a toothpick to scratch the whites of my left eye while asking me if I could still read if I had just one. I got a cracked rib in my first cell, but it wasn't too bad. The worst stretch was in my fourth cell. From 1 p.m. on June the 21st until 7 p.m. the next day, 30 hours, I was beaten and sleep-deprived. My arms twisted the wrong way around at the shoulders and generally beaten pretty bad.
4: If you think that Joe Biden couldn't have stopped that with all the money we send to Ukraine, they wanted that done. Contrast it. But a Russian citizen, God bless him, he was a dissident gets murdered by Vladimir Putin. Ooh, sanctions. Let's sanction Ukraine and stop sending them money. No more money until you take Elon Musk and Tucker Carlson and Jack Posobiec off the kill list. No more money. No more money. I want to play this again. This is Gonzalo Lira, a guy whose name you've never seen in the mainstream media. This is his last video. After pressure from Tucker Carlson, they stopped torturing him and released him from prison and he tried to escape the country. This is his last hours of life. They picked him up and he died in prison, just like Navalny, but no sanctions.
3: I will definitely be sent to a prison labor camp where I will most certainly die. And so I decided that the smart thing was take my chances in terms of getting across the border. Right now, I'm maybe... Five kilometers away from the border with Hungary. Uh, over the last two days, I rode my bike just about 1,300 kilometers from Kharkov all the way here to the border. And my intention is to cross the border and get to Hungary. And in Hungary, I'm going to ask for political asylum. So either I will cross the border into Hungary in the next couple of hours, or I will be arrested again, and uh, God knows what will happen to me.
4: Died in prison, just like Navalny. Our government could have stopped it, but they didn't. In fact, I think they did it for our government. Just me. The only person I can find on the record who's objected to any of this is Senator J.D. Vance, who wrote a letter. Like, do we really want to continue paying money to a country that puts conservatives on kill lists and murders journalists? So you won't hear Gonzalo Lira's name this morning, though you should. We're going to sanction Russia for murdering Navalny. We're going to sanction Russia for arresting a Russian for arresting a uh, American ballerina. Quite fine. Where are the Ukrainian sanctions? Or is it just okay when they beat, torture and kill Americans for having the wrong point of view? Just asking. I don't know about you, but to me, this is wild. Elon Musk... Updating folks on Neuralink and how that's going, that brain chip. Because remember, um, they just had this successful implantation into the first, I guess, patient X not too long ago. Elon Musk has an update. Listen to this. The um, first human recipient of Neuralink's controversial brain implant has reported reaching a new milestone, successfully operating a computer mouse cursor With only their thoughts. I'm just I'm just in awe of that. I can remember as a kid being a second grader, my dad was getting a fax machine. We're gonna buy the family fax machine. He was gonna use it for his business, and it seemed so magical. It could send stuff over the air. As a kid. But it was so cool. We all packed in the car and went and got the fax. We were looking forward to what all we were going on Saturday to get the fax machine. Nobody even uses that anymore. It's old technology, but it could send stuff through the air, and that was amazing. This is one lifetime. I can't imagine by the time I have grandkids, what they'll be doing. What playing video games with their head? According to Reuters, Neuralink founder Elon Musk gave an update on the trial subjects' progress. Um patient seems to have made a full recovery with neural effects that with no uh, neural effects that we are aware of patient is able to move a mouse around the screen just by thinking wow and of course there are other versions of this where they're not they they don't have the movement he's sort of pioneering that in terms of moving the the mouse around um but where uh, scientists are able to read people's minds from a distance just by them stropping this thing on their head it's uh, been amazing. It was reported by UK Daily Mail. They've done it in Japan now and they did it at Stanford. So two separate instances of it. Reading it, you are what they had a person do was listen to a song and see if scientists in another building could tell what song they were listening to. They got the words 90% correct. Uh, but this is the next level that Elon Musk is going to, which is again, uh, moving around a mouse cursor with your brain with your brain. I can't wait to see what the what the next update is on this. And of course, I think people are probably not going to want to get the chip in their brain. <sighs> Widespread. They'll skip that one. Oh, but the next step on this would probably be something you could strap to your head and do it. But I don't know. This is his thing. I don't know like when the guy sleeps between being the only one to really figure out um, electric vehicles and doing Neuralink and all of the, um, you know, space stuff he's doing, it's just unbelievable. I just hope I live long enough to see, you know, this come out to the market and see what people are able to do with it. And there, obviously there's bad things too that with this technology could come um, in terms of brain monitoring and, you know, not being able to hide your thoughts. But it's pretty cool. You got to admit, especially given that when I was a kid. <laughs> Video games was like, you know, clicking the cursor to play space invaders and computers were really more word processors that were really big. And my dad was the only one who could, our first computer we got, carry it in the house. He was the only one strong enough to. And I mean, now look what I got. I mean, it's all right here in my hands and my phone. One lifetime. Text your You need to watch Black Mirror on Netflix. It talks about some of this neural implant stuff and it's scary. Yeah, you know, I've seen a couple episodes of that. I keep meaning to check it out. Now, the you are not so sure this is a good idea. I'm pretty sure the Neuralink is the mark of the beast, Tara. I would not get it if I were you. Love, bless. Or I'm not volunteering to get it, but I will stand and watch and all this other people, too. Uh, text to rates, somehow our government will figure out a way to misuse Elon Musk's Neuralink implant. They'll probably use it against us conservatives, you think?
1: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours